Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read to you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today, this Friday, the 6th of January, or the 13th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha, or section from the Torah that is called Vayechi, and that means he lived. And the scripture reading will be Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 49, verse 27, through chapter 50, and verse 20. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he will devour the prey, and at evening he will divide the plunder. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father spoke to them and blessed them. He blessed everyone according to his own blessing. He instructed them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers, in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with a field from Ephron the Hittite as a burial place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rivka his wife. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is therein, which was purchased from the children of Het. When Jacob finished charging his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed, breathed his last breath, and was gathered to his people. Yosef fell on his father's face, wept on him, and kissed him. Yosef commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father and the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were used for him, for that is how many the days it takes to embalm. The Egyptians wept for Israel for seventy days. When the days of weeping for him were past, Yosef spoke to the household of Paro, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the ears of Paro, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying. Bury me in my grave, which I have dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now therefore, please let me go up and bury my father, and I will come again. Paro said, Go up and bury your father, just like he made you swear. Yosef went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Paro, the elders of his house, all the elders of the land of Mitzrayim, all the house of Yosef, his brothers, and his father's house, only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. 
there went up with him both chariots and horsemen. It was a very great company. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Yarden, they lamented there with a very great and severe lamentation. And he mourned for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning in the flood of Atad, in the floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. Therefore its name was called Avel Mitzrayim, which is beyond the Yarden. His sons did to him just as he commanded them, for his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with the field as a possession for a burial site from Ephron the Hittite near Mamre. Yosef returned into Mitzrayim, he and his brothers, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. When Yosef's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Yosef will hate us and will fully pay us back for all the evil which we did to him. They sent a message to Yosef, saying, Your father commanded before he died, saying, You shall tell Yosef, Now please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. Now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Yosef wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Yosef said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to save many people alive, as is happening today. That was Genesis forty-nine twenty-seven through 50, verse 20. Now the portion from the prophets will today be Second Samuel or Shmuel Bet, chapter 19. The king was deeply moved and went up to the room over the gate and wept. As he went, he said, my son of Shalom, my son, my son of Shalom, I wish I had died for you, of Shalom, my son, my son. And Yoav was told, Behold, the king weeps and mourns for Avshalom. The victory that day was turned into mourning among all the people, for the people heard it said that day, The king grieved for his son. And the people sneaked into the city that day, as people who were ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, My son of Shalom, of Shalom, my son, my son. Then Yoav came into the house of the king and said, Today you have shamed the face of all your servants, who today have saved your life, and the lives of your sons and of your daughters and the lives of your wives, and the lives of your concubines, in that you love those who hate you, and hate those who love you. For you have declared today that princes and servants are nothing to you. 
For today I perceive that if Avshalom had lived, and all we had died today, that it would have pleased you well. Now therefore, arise, go out, and speak to comfort your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go out, not a man will stay with you this night. And that would be worse to you than all the evil that has happened to you from your youth until now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate. They told to all the people, saying, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came before the king. Now Israel had fled every man to his tent, and all the people were at strife throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us out of the hand of our enemies, and he saved us out of the hand of the Philistines. And now he has fled out of the land from Avshalom. And Avshalom, who we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now therefore, why do you not speak a word of bringing the king back? And King David sent to Tzadok and to Aviatar the Kohanim, saying, Speak to the elders of Yehuda, saying, Why are you the last to bring the king back to his house? since the speech of all Israel has come to the king to return him to his house. You are my brothers, you are my bone and my flesh. Why then are you the last to bring back the king? Say to Amasa, Are you not my bone and my flesh? God do so to me, and more also, if you are not captain of the army before me continually, instead of Yoav. And he bowed the heart of all the men of Yehuda, even as one man, so that they sent to the king, saying, Return, you and all your servants. So the king returned and came to the Yarden. And Yehuda came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to bring the king over the Yarden. And Shimei, the son of Gera, the Benyamite, who was of Bahorim, hurried and came down with the men of Yehuda to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba, the servant of Shaul's house, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him. And they went through the Yarden in the presence of the king. A ferry boat went to bring over the king's household and to do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gera fell down before the king when he had come over the Yarden. He said to the king, Do not let my lord impute iniquity to me, or remember that which your servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to his heart. For your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I have come today as the first of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord the king. But Avishai, the son of Zeroyah, answered, Should not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the, anointing of the, Lord, the anointed of the Lord? But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeroyah, that you should be adversaries to me today? Shall any man be put to death today in Israel? For do I not know that I am king over Israel today? So the king said to Shimei, You will not die. And the king swore to him. And Mephibosheth, 
the son of Shaul, came down to meet the king, and he had neither groomed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes, from the day the king departed, until the day he came home in Shalom. When he had come to Yerushalayim to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? And he answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me, for your servant said, I will saddle a donkey for myself, that I may ride on it and go with the king, because your servant is lame. And he has slandered your servant to my lord the king, but my lord the king is as an angel of God. Therefore do what is good in your eyes, for all my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet you set your servant among those who ate at your own table. What right therefore have I yet, that I should cry any more to the king? And the king said to him, Why do you still speak of your matters? I say, you and Seba divide the land. Mephibosheth said to the king, Yes, let him take all, because my lord the king has come in shalom to his own house. Barzillai the Giladite came down from Rogelim, and he went over the Yarden with the king to conduct him over the Yarden. Now Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old, and he had provided the king with sustenance while he stayed at Mahanaim, for he was a very great man. The king said to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will sustain you with me in Yerushalayim. Barzillai said to the king, how many are the days of the years of my life that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? I am eighty years old today. Can I discern between good and bad? Can your servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear the voice of singing men and singing women any more? Why then should your servant be a burden to my lord the king? Your servant would but just go over the Yarden with the king. Why should the king repay me with such a reward? Please let your servant turn back again, that I may die in my own city, by the grave of my father and my mother. But behold, your servant Chimham, let him go over with my lord the king, and do to him what shall seem good to you. The king answered, Chimham shall go over with me, and I will do to him that which shall seem good to you. Whatever you request of me, that I will do for you. All the people went over the Yarden, and the king went over. Then the king kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned to his own place. So the king went over to Gilgal, and Shimham went over with him. And all the people of Yehuda brought the king over, and also half the people of Israel. Behold, all the men of Israel came to the king and said to the king, Why have our brothers, the men of Yehuda, stolen you away and brought the king and his household over the Yarden, and all David's men with him? All the men of Yehuda answered the men of Israel, Because the king is a close relative to us, why then are you angry about this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's cost? Or has he given us any gift? And the men of Israel answered the men of Yehuda and said, 
We have ten parts in the king, and we also have more claim to David than you. Why then did you despise us, and was not our advice first for bringing back our king? And the words of the men of Yehuda were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. That was Second Samuel chapter 19. Now we have the portion from the writings and we will read Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of Elion will rest in the shadow of Shaddai. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. But he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you will take refuge. His faithfulness is your shield and rampart. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness nor of the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, even Elion your dwelling place, no evil will overtake you nor will any plague come near, come near your dwelling. For he will put his angels in charge of you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent underfoot. Because he has set his love on me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. I will satisfy him with long life and show him my salvation. That was Psalm 91. And now our final portion, which is from the Apostles. Today we will read Luke chapter 12, verse 1 through verse 34. Now, in the meantime, as an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another, he began to tell his disciples first of all, Beware of the chametz of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. But there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. What you have spoken in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. And I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, 
has power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two Asaria coins? Not one of them is forgotten by God. But the very hairs of your head are all counted. Therefore do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Also, I tell you, everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man will also confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But those who blaspheme against the Ruach HaKodesh will not be forgiven. Now when they bring you before the synagogues, the rulers and the authorities, do not be anxious how or what you should answer or what you will say. For the Ruach HaKodesh will teach you in that same hour what you must say. Then one of the multitude said to him, Rabbi, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Beware, keep yourselves from covetousness, for a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things which he possesses. Then he spoke to a parable to them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man produced abundantly. And he reasoned within himself, saying, What will I do, because I do not have room to store my crops? So he said, This is what I will do. I will pull down my barns, big builder, build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will tell my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things which you have prepared, whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious for your life, what you will eat, nor yet for your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they do not sow, they do not reap, they have no warehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than birds? And which of you, being anxious, can add a cubit to his height? Therefore, if you are not able to do even the least things, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They do not toil, neither do they spin. Yet I tell you, even Shlomo in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass in the field, which today exists and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O oh, you of little faith! And you do not seek what you will eat or what you will drink, neither be anxious. 
for the nations of the world seek after all these things. But your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have, and do tzakah. Make for yourselves purses which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches, neither moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. That was Luke 12, 1-34. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this cycle, you would also read Galatians chapter 1 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day. It's a blessing for me to read the scriptures, the word of God for all of you. And I pray that it takes root in your hearts and in your spirit and bears much fruit. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.